once again, we are in the book of Revelation and we are glad today to have you as our listening audience to join in with us in one of the most fantastic studies that we will ever have. And that is studying John's writing to the Christians in the book of Revelation. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, with part two of revealing Jesus Christ's second coming. Pray with us as we open the book. Lord, once again, we thank you for giving us an opportunity to be blessed and blessed and blessings to come to us from Jesus Christ, from you, from the Holy Spirit, and to witness these holy words that were given to the saints way back then, but are relevant for us in the here and now. It is in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you have your copy of God's Word, we're in the book of Revelation. Just in our last session, we were discussing revealing Jesus Christ's second coming. That was the first part. This is the second part. We captured in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7, Behold, he comes with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all the kindreds and people and nations of the earth shall wail and scream and holler with intensity, with fright, with fear, with torment, scared to death, out of their wits, because everything, when he comes, will have ended. We told you, good god friend folks, that there are at least four things left by virtue of the book of Revelation that have not happened. Number one, right here in Revelation 1-7, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Number two, at his coming, the resurrection of the dead. John chapter five, verse 28 and verse number 29. And number three, in Matthew chapter 24, and starting at verse number 17 and following to verse number 35, the end of the world. Number four, the final judgment. Revelation chapter 20, verses 10 through verse number 12. Those four events, ladies and gentlemen, have not happened. Please do not listen to the people who are telling you they won't happen, they have happened, or that's just something that you don't have to believe. The Bible declares the Bible describes and the Bible demonstrates that these events will take place soon. The time was shorter then. It was shortly coming to pass then. That was more than 2,000 years ago. We're 2,000 more years later from the time of this writing. The time is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. The first instance that John gives is in verse 3 of Revelation 1 when he says blessed and blessings to those who read number one and those who hear number two this prophecy book and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. The time being at hand is Jesus' second coming. 
the time being at hand is the resurrection of the dead, which will have two components. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation, according to John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29. The time is at hand for not only the second coming of Christ and the resurrection of the dead, but the end of the world. And the time is at hand for the final judgment. With that being said, you and I want to get ready. John tells the Christians then to keep those things. He will remind them over and over again, though the circumstance were diff was different. The situation was bad and the Christians were being tried to the max. The government of Rome was forcing the Christians to worship the emperor whose name was, historians say, Domitian. He was of the Roman Caesar cult. He believed that emperor worship, for instance, like in Daniel 2 and Daniel 3, in the Old Testament of the emperor, the king Nebuchadnezzar, was to be enforced upon the Christians. And if they did not worship him, the Roman government, by the time we get to Revelation 13, would not allow them to do their daily doings or business. When we get to chapter 13, there's so much misinformation, misunderstanding, misinterpretation about the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast then was the permission from the Roman government with papers and documents giving the people who would worship the emperor who was described by John as the beast. Why? Because his character and personality was brutal, wild, savage, and crazy and insane, torturing Christians. So he discloses only so much, but he keeps secret who he's talking about. And it is the mark of documents that those who give pledge and allegiance to the Roman emperor, Domitian, who will be able in Revelation 13 to buy and to sell and to trade and to do their daily doings. It's not something that you and I could run in and grab and see 666 written on people's palms and on their foreheads. That is not what the book of Revelation is talking about in chapter 13. Now, with that being said, just wanted to touch, give you a little bit of clue there. But right here and right now, let's gather some facts. Jesus is coming back. We want to describe. He is coming quickly. How do we know that? In the book of Jude, the book before Revelation, chapter 1 and verse number 14 it says, and Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, behold, the Lord comes with 10,000s of his saints. Wow. Angelic hosts. But interestingly, in Revelation chapter 22 and verse number seven, 
He says, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keeps the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Have you noticed? Did you listen? Did you hear? The similarity of Revelation 22 verse 7, where Jesus says, Behold, I come quickly. Quickly, ladies and gentlemen. How fast is quickly? Let's see, can we define that by the Bible? Quickly is like this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible describes quickly like this. In the moment of a twinkling of an eye. Wow. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse number 51 and 52. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Verse 52, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and shall be changed. Verse 53, for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. Ladies and gentlemen, quickly means in the moment of a twinkling as fast as you and I can blink. That's how fast Jesus is coming. According to John in Revelation chapter 1 verse 7. According to John in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 7. He says, but there is a blessing with this, his coming. The blessing is for those who keep the sayings of the prophecy of this book. This book is about prophecy of things that are coming as well as things that have happened as we alluded to earlier and things that are going on now. Some people are so focused on what has happened in the past, what is happening right now in the present in our society, in the world. They have forgotten or haven't paid attention to what's coming. What's coming, ladies and gentlemen, and who's coming? Jesus is coming in the clouds with the angels. Jude says with 10,000s of saints and innumerable company of hosts. Hebrews 12, 22 and 23. He's coming quickly and he's coming unexpectedly. As a matter of fact, it's so precise about his unexpected coming. Take a listen at Mark 13 and verse number 32. I find it fascinating. Mark 13 and verse number 32. Jesus says these very words himself. But of that day and that hour knows no man, no, not the angels, the angels who will be with him at his coming. They don't even know. Take a listen. Neither the son, he doesn't even know, but the father only. Ladies and gentlemen, that ought to get to you and I. We should be getting ourselves ready. Only the father knows when he's going to send Jesus Christ back here to end all things down here and start all things up there. But not only that, the Bible describes even a little bit more with technical details that he is coming 
as a thief in the night. The Bible clearly says in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 43, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, if he had known when the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up and into. Jesus says in verse 44, Matthew 24, therefore, for this reason, be ye also ready. For in such an hour, as you think not, the Son of Man comes. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? In verse number 45, who then is faithful and wise? A servant whom his Lord has made ruler of his household. That is your and, I, your and my spiritual gifts to give them meat in due season. Verse number 46, key point, blessed is the servant. Once again, we talk about these blessings in Revelation. Revelation is gonna give us seven, we'll read them in a moment. But blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall so find him doing. Doing what? Watching and praying. Watching and praying. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen, be watching and praying. Don't get caught up. We know we have business. We know we have stuff to do. We know we have things we got to take care of. But don't forget to watch and pray, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget that every single day. Because in an hour, you and I are not thinking about it. That may be when our Lord Jesus comes. And if you're not ready, and if I'm not ready, you and I are going to be in serious eternal trouble that we will not be able to escape. Let's talk about these blessings now. The first one is in Revelation chapter one and verse number three, John writes, blessed is he that reads and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. These are all blessings to the Christians then and you and I now. The second one also is in the book of Revelation uh, chapter 14 and verse number 13. Let's go there. In Revelation uh, chapter 14 and verse number 13, John writes these words. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth this point. Yea, or yes, says the spirit, they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. The third blessing is in Revelation chapter 16 and verse number 15. In Revelation 16, 15, John writes, Jesus says, behold, I come as a thief, told you. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. He's talking about our lifestyle being heavenly, not earthly. He's talking about the way you and I, we send up that timber to heaven by the way we live our lives down here on earth. We're building our spiritual eternal houses that we'll live and we will live in forever. The fourth blessing is in Revelation chapter 19, verse number nine. In Revelation chapter 19 and verse nine, John writes, and he said unto me, right blessed are they 
which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. The fifth one is in Revelation chapter 20 and verse number six. And in Revelation chapter 20 and verse six, John writes, blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection on such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. The sixth one is in Revelation 22, verse seven, which we mentioned already. John writes, Jesus says, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keeps the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And then number seven, the last one is Revelation 22, 14, where John writes, blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the holy city. Those are the seven blessings of the book and in the book of Revelation. When we get together next time, we're going to talk about each one of them, what they meant to the Christians then and what those blessings that you and I need right now mean for us today. We thank you for listening today. If there's someone here who needs to become a Christian, you believe Jesus Christ is the son of God? According to Hebrews 11 verse six, are you willing to change your life about sin according to Luke 13 verse three? Are you willing also to acknowledge Jesus's lordship in your life according to Matthew 10 32? And are you willing to be baptized to get your sins washed away so Jesus won't come and you and I won't be ready? Mark 16, 15 and 16. And after you're baptized, live faithful to Christ until he comes. That also is in Revelation chapter two and verse 10. Whatever your situation is, we're here to help. Chowchilla Church of Christ assembles on Sunday morning, each Sunday morning for Sunday school at 9 o'clock a.m., morning worship at 10 o'clock a.m. We're located at 701 Trinity Avenue in Chowchilla, California. Our email address is Christ at gmail.com. If you would like to call us, you may call us at 559-223-1973. And certainly, if you have any questions or concerns and would like a copy of the transcript from this podcast, please let us know. We'll be glad to send it to you. Let's close out in prayer. Lord, we thank you again for the book of Revelation, for this wonderful message that we don't have to worry, we don't have to fret, we don't have to try to scratch our heads and figure out what's going to happen in the future. For we don't know what the future holds except we have read the book of Revelation. And now not only we do we know what the future holds, we know who holds the future. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
was 